The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Ladies and gentlemen, you have done the right thing, and you have turned your dials, turned your cell phones, whatever you're listening on, your computer, your devices, you've turned it to the right spot because unlike Daniel Jones, we're going to finish our weekly run strong on Set With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. We're happy to have you. It is Washington week inside the star in Frisco. It's a very rainy Say It With Your Chest Friday. Friday here up in North Texas and hope you're staying safe wherever you may be watching the show. I'm Kyle Yeomans alongside Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison, and Chris Beam in the back as well. We're glad you are along for the ride. And well, it's going to be a fun next 45 minutes because we're going to preview this Washington defense and quite possibly the best defensive line that the Cowboys have had throughout the 2020 season so far. And then we've also got the Cowboys offense and how they're going to figure some things out after a stalemate last week against the Arizona Cardinals. But first, let's go ahead and talk some things up about uh, the injury report. Rob, yesterday, the Cowboys back on the practice field. Mike McCarthy this morning saying that he fully expects to see Alden Smith ready to go for Sunday, which is good news for that Cowboys pass rush. So you have Alden Smith, you still have Randy Gregory coming in, but overall a uh, a fantastic uh, news there in terms of getting Alden Smith back. What else have you heard in ter- terms of the injury report? Well, the other big one is Zach Martin, and uh, Cowboys typically don't practice today. And, you know, whatever they do Saturday before the trip will be light. So, uh, his big chance to get back into practice was yesterday. Mike McCarthy saying on the fan this morning he's still in concussion protocol. Uh, how that pans out the next day or two, not sure. It, it, you know, it's a bunch of steps that you've got to pass to get to the point where you can get back on the field. So we'll see where that goes. Obviously, they're, they're probably trying to get – they are getting Connor McGovern ready to play in case Zach can't go. And as Mike said at left tackle, Brandon Knight – out for a couple weeks they're working a couple different spots so maybe that's cam irving coming off ir maybe it's somebody else greg sinat uh but they've got to prepare for a uh a washington front that's pretty good fellas really good stout yeah, the uh, Washington front that has five first-round draft picks, and now you're throwing out what would Ooh. be, what, two undrafted free agents on the edge? Now I know Cam Irving might not – he's not an undrafted free agent by any means, but he's on that left tackle spot. And then Connor Williams, who's has seen uh, just two two and a half years now at left guard. You've seen now a rookie at center. A guy in Connor McGovern who has barely seen any playing time at right guard. How worried are you, Isaiah, about this offensive line, especially knowing the opponent that's coming up on the other <laughs> other side of the line of scrimmage this week? Well, if we have to defend these guys man on man, I'm I'm my 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 worry radar is up there. Um, 
hopefully the schemes that uh, Coach Philbin comes up with allows for you guys to work in symmetry, in motion, as in poetry, you know. Hopefully they work together and they slide together and they, they protect each other's gaps and they have each, you know, they have each other's backs. It's like ballet? You, if, huh? Yeah. Kind of like yeah, ballet? Yeah, yeah kind of like ballet. We're going to have to... No. <laughs> sway, yeah, kind of sway. Yeah. Um, so a, a combination of some slide protection, some uh, <laughs> some some quick the quick passing game. Hopefully, both of those things was keep, keep us out of situations where we have to face these absolute goons on the D line. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't like our one on one matchups, but again, scheme, you can scheme a team like this and, and get the victory. All I could see, uh, Isaiah, was the electric slide right there. When he like started talking like, I slide back together. Hey, it's like, like a wedding party, right? <laughs> uh, you know, Kyle, thank you so much for eloquently articulating how empty the cupboards are. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And, uh, <laughs> Thought I'd let you yeah, know. Yeah, man. It, it's, it, yeah, thank you. You know, and, 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 and let's go over this one more time. So let's see. Travis Frederick yep. uh, retired yep. before the season, mm-hmm. in the offseason. Lyle, Lyle Collins uh, didn't even get a chance to participate in two days. Well, a couple of days. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, then, then we have uh, Smith go down with the neck. He's out for the year. Check. Uh, check. Uh, then we have Zach Martin, mm. who uh, now is in concussion protocol. Oh, yeah. And the big one, uh, Dak broke his ankle. So... It's abysmal. It's the kind of day that we're having. You see the dark clouds hovering over the Metroplex right now. That mm. is where our offense is right now. And man, five pro bowlers. Five pro bowlers. Five. Don't five. forget about Joe Looney. Yeah, Joe Looney. And Brandon Knight. Knight. And Cam Irving is yet to play on offense yet. So, so all of that. I tried to save some of that other stuff, right? But here's the here's the thing. When I, I when we I knew we had today, and so I'm starting to look for the silver lining or something good for the offensive line, and uh-huh. and and I'm looking at Biotish, fourth round draft pick. Uh, I'm looking at Connor McGovern, who mm-hmm. Connor what Connor McGovern was a third round draft pick, ninetieth overall, ninetieth um, overall, and right now. Have you guys heard any talk about Connor Williams lately? None. All right. Connor Williams right now on this offensive line is looking like last call. All right. He is at the end of the bar looking like last call. That's how good our left guard is looking right now because we don't have nothing. Right. And so the guys that on this offensive line in the middle, they're going to have to take pride and get some, do something <laughs> for this running game because right now they are all we have. That's it. Last hey, call. Are, hey, are you saying that Connor's the last one to get picked in dodgeball? Is that what you're saying hey, right now? Last call. Right there. Don't, hey, don't knock dodge, me, baby. Duck, dip, dive, and dodge. And I, I, I think he's looking good so, right now. I think it's more so Connor Williams just looking around and saying, "Where, where did my friends go? What happened to everybody? Where, where, where's, where's all my guys, guys here?" But. Yeah, I mean, whenever it comes to this offensive line, I think it's been very well articulated that overall the, they're going to struggle this week, and we're going to see some pressure from that defensive line. But now now kind of moving into Kellen Moore and, and, and really the play calling that's going to have to combat this a little bit, do you expect something, Rob, to, to change a little bit from what we saw on Monday Night Football in Arizona from a Kellen Moore play calling standpoint or even Andy Dalton at the line of scrimmage here? Well, Isaiah said it best, man. They, they need to scheme it up. You know, you can't just expect to drop back and uh, and and have a, a a deep passing game all the time with a lot of long dropbacks and, and slow developing plays. 
Um, they can't let, to quote Isaiah, you can't let this be like an E-Honda game, Street Fighter style, with Washington. You can't allow that to happen. So, <laughs> um, you know, they've just got to be, you know, they've got to scheme it up. and But they've got to execute better in terms of uh, the screen game and, and letting guys, letting those blocks develop. And as I'm hearing myself in my own ear, sorry, guys. But they, they've just got to be more effective doing that. Uh, doing some short, quick passing games, some things to help that uh, the pocket move. I thought, you know, Daniel Jones did. They did that with the Giants last week, trying to let the pocket develop a little bit. Uh, and, and so maybe that that's a way they can scheme it up. Isaiah, uh, I, I we had some technical issues, so I couldn't hear everything that Rob said, unfortunately. But um, in terms of the um, in terms of the the line, I, as I already uh, attained, I already mentioned, these guys. It's gonna have to be a scheme deal. You got to scheme these guys. You can't you can't line up and try to face these guys. You're gonna have to get the ball out quick. You don't want to sit back there and hold the ball. That's what we saw Andy Dalton doing this week. Um, and it happened because of two reasons. It happened because his receivers weren't getting open versus the coverage that they were facing last week, which we talked about. They're gonna have guys in their face all game long with Peterson and and, and Buda Baker and and Murray and all those guys. Those guys were in their face, and it made it hard for them to get free releases and hard for them to get open. Open. Um, and then also because of the fact that he was unsure about the timing, right? When you have new receivers, it's like it's like when I, when you when you throw the ball at the combine, right? Most yeah. most top line quarterbacks don't like to throw the ball at the combine because you're throwing to receivers that you just don't have timing with, you don't have chemistry with, and you rather throw to your guys when you drop back, you hit your fifth step, you can drive the ball because you know they're going to be what you're supposed to be. Versus at the combine, you're throwing with guys and your timing's off, and the ball could be behind, and it can make you look bad. So I attest the same thing that that we've dealt with with Andy Dalton this past week to that. He hasn't had reps with his first string guys, right? He's probably spent more more time with the with the scout team and the practice squad guys than anything, because that's just how it goes in the NFL. The second string quarterback doesn't get the reps in practice. Um, so, you know, I I think that they need to get the ball out quick. They need to get his quick game going. I can only imagine how many times he's thrown the ball to his receivers after practice today, because um, that's what you do when you're trying to get that chemistry. There's not enough practice reps. To, to build chemistry. So you have to either come early or you got to stay late and you got to get that working. And I can only imagine that's what they've done this week. Expect to see a short passing game. Expect to see these offensive alignments short setting and also expect to see them cut blocking because these guys are huge on the defensive line and they don't want to sit up there and try to wrestle with these guys all day. No. And, and you know, I think the game plan for Keller Moore, like you said, uh, Isaiah, and I'm sure Rob's alluded to the same thing, was get the ball out of Andy Dalton's hands quickly. And Andy Dalton also said that he feels a lot more prepared going into this week uh, based, just based off of, you know, just last week's performance. And that's good news uh, for us, uh, just knowing that he understands the kind of pressure uh, that, that he's going to be under this week with the uh, Washington defensive line. But look, Buda Baker is we, we saw the, one of the best safeties in the league last week. And now we go on to Landon Collins, and maybe they'll try and copycat some of the things that we saw versus Cardinals. Not even maybe, we will. Until we're able to pick up the blitz, that's what's going to happen. But, you know, one of the things that Andy Dalton can't do is stand back in the pocket and burp the baby. He's got to get rid of the, he's got to get rid of the ball and play to his strengths. And, and we've always said that his strengths are reading defensive quickly, but because of his AFC North experience, he's got to put that on display because, look, we know the names on, on the Washington defensive front, and Washington hadn't been a team that has been known to blitz because of the pressure that they manufacture up front. 
Sorry, fellas, I had some technical difficulties. A lot of, a lot of rain up here this morning. Uh, you good, no, man. No, you guys, you guys are right. That's what I said, too. they got to be able to move the pocket. I thought they did that. The Giants did that with J- Daniel Jones a little bit last week. Oh, yeah. But you're right, Heck. Like, you know, when Washington tried to blitz the Giants last week, they didn't really have a lot of success. The, mm-hmm. the opening touchdown for New York was on a Landon Collins blitz. And they picked it up and blocked it up, and, and Daniel Jones scored. Now, Andy Dalton, they didn't have any type of success against the Blitz last week. So we'll see how they handle that. Um, I'm, we mentioned Connor Williams, man. I'm, I'm looking at him because that matchup with Deron Payne is huge. You know, he didn't, have, he didn't have a lot of consistent success, at least in that first meeting with Washington last year. I, fe- I think one of Dak's interceptions uh, in that game was off of a, off of a pressure from Payne. That's the big one. He's, if, if Zach can't go, he's the veteran guy. He's got to be able yeah. to keep guys out of Dalton's face with that middle rush uh, on, on Sunday. Well, and you've also got the guys coming off the edge. Of course, Chase Young, second overall pick. Montez Sweat on the other side. Jonathan Allen is the other uh, nose tackle for uh, for Washington. And then, oh, by the way, their, league, or their team leader in sacks and also Tied franchise the leader – in sacks, it, it, Ryan Kerrigan is in the the second level. He's he's second on the depth chart, which oh, is coming just, off the bench. Coming off the bench, you talk about fresh legs. You talk about rotation. It's going to continuously hit this <laughs> offensive line really repeatedly, especially in the first part of that football game. But Isaiah, whenever it comes to a quarterback standpoint, how much pressure on it er, is on Andy Dalton this week, to, especially throughout the couple practices that they had a chance to have earlier in the week, and just having that communication down of being able to recognize the defense and be able to call it for that offensive line to be successful? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I talked, to, I talked to Andy Dalton up a ton last week, right? And I know people try to drag me on Twitter for it. I'm still standing up for Andy Dalton, and you know, one thing I didn't account for, and I should have, was just the fact that he didn't have enough. He hasn't had a lot of time with his offensive line communicating. He hasn't had a lot of time with his with his offensive receivers and his tight ends getting them the ball, and it plays a huge part um, at the quarterback position. I don't feel that he has pressure. Uh, I don't think he's adding any more pressure onto himself this week. If anything, he feels less pressure because he actually feels more comfortable within his offense. Um, He's been working with his guys directly. It's different when you're working with the guys as a backup versus when you're working with the guys as I'm the guy right now. All right. It's a different, it's a different vibe, right? Guys listen to you a little bit differently, right? When you step in the huddle, guys look at you a little, a little bit differently when you're the guy um, versus you're the guy who just came in for somebody who, for our, our guy who just got hurt. So I think he's probably has less pressure on him this week. Um, now the outside world, right? Us and, and the fans and everybody else are going to put all kinds of pressure on him. But as a quarterback, as Andy Dalton right now, I can guarantee to you he feels less pressure because he feels more prepared going into this week and I think we'll see um, a, a lot more resemblance of what we expect out of Andy Dalton what he's what he's been in the past I think we'll see a lot more of that this week than what we saw last week because last week was just like oh what the heck's going on well he had he had the kitchen sink coming at him yeah. last week and he didn't really have a lot of time they, I mean obviously if you watch the all 22 you can see that pocket collapsing on him but he has got to make at some point in this game he's going to have to make a play with his absolutely legs because of, because of the way that this defense is structured he's going to have that opportunity and so it's going to be a third and eight third whatever it's going to be Andy Dalton's going to have that opportunity. I know guys don't want to hear that, but it's all hands on deck as far as our playmakers are concerned. And I'm going to say it again. We have to feed Zeke. We feed Zeke. We limit the turnovers. All right? That's one of the things that has been killing us. Limit do turnovers. We, do we? We have. Yes. Limit turnovers, yes. please. Uh, <laughs> do we limit and, the turnovers and, by feeding Zeke? 
<laughs> well, we have to. He's he's a veteran guy on our team. He's True. a lead. He's he's a lead. He's a dog. Uh, bell cow, all of those things. And I think that Zeke just throughout the week, you can see it in his eyes, man. He's claiming it. He knows that he messed up, man. And it's it's on him. And people are trying to put that stigma of fumbler on him, and nah. he doesn't want it. And so, also for Zeke. The Washington football team is a team that he loves to play against. He scored eight touchdowns against them in his career. He's at 713 yards rushing uh, versus them in his career. So, look, maybe this is the feel-good game for Zeke to get him back on track because we're going to need him to, to get in rhythm to help Andy Dalton in the passing game. You know, he said he watched cut-ups of every fumble he's ever had this week mm -hmm. to try to figure out what the, what the common denominator is. And you're, and you're right, Heck, he went over 100 yards in both games last year. So, but it's a different line, you know. Can they yeah. can they find those creases for him? Uh, because that's it's the whole continuity thing, not only for the pass protection for the run game as well. Um, but I, I wanted to bring back real quick Isaiah because your point about a second week being the starter for Dalton, how much that helps. I so that that is a real thing in terms of timing with receivers and things of that nature. Because he did mention that yesterday, and part of you is like, well. You know that's what you're gonna say. Another week, right, it is. It's a, it's a short week, but yeah. it does. It, you think it does make a difference for him? It makes a huge difference. I can remember at my time when I was kind of winding down things uh, in the NFL when I was in Jacksonville, and we had a we had a change at quarterback, and I would stay out because I was just new to the team. I was I was I needed to stay after practice for about a good 35 40 minutes running the routes that we were going to that we had in the game plan and we were running over and over and over and over so that they had some sense of confidence when that play was called that I was going to be where I was supposed to be right because it's one thing for it to draw it up on paper if Heckma goes out and runs a route right that's on paper and then I go out there and run a route but guess what the ball is going to have to be in a different place depending on who's running the route Right. Depending on what my timing is, all that stuff matters. This is all the in-depth football stuff behind the scenes stuff that most fans and everybody don't really understand. This stuff matters. Repetitions matter. The reason why you're seeing the production down overall in the NFL on defense is because most of these defenses, it requires everybody to be in sync. And this offseason didn't allow for them to be in sync. The teams that have new the teams that have new offenses have struggled for the most part. Right. Absolutely. Because because they haven't been had the opportunity to have those reps. This stuff yeah. matters. You could say they're professionals. You could say these guys are getting paid a lot of money. All that stuff is fine and Danny, and yeah, that's true. But guess what? He's still human, and humans still need reps to, to perfect their craft. Yeah, that's, well, that, go ahead. I, I, no, I appreciate that, and 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 I I understand that. You know, and a lot has been made of. People think that this is seven on seven. It's not. And <laughs> no. there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into you know footsteps, timing, things like that, because you have people coming at you while you're trying to make this pass. Whatever the excuse was, whatever happened, however it was, what I'm looking for is Andy Dalton not throwing the ball 54 times in a game. Please. All right? Please. Let's not do that. Whatever it is, when we come to the stat sheet, Sunday night, Monday morning, let's not see Andy Dalton throwing the ball that many times. Get your timing routes down. The little quick throws that you can, whether it's a slant, stop routes, all of those things are going to help Andy Dalton. So hopefully those are the things that we've been working on because you still have your receiving core intact and plenty of playmakers. What we have to do and what everybody can see is that the running game is suffering. And once the running game is obsolete, teams have just been pinning their ears back and coming after him. Yeah, and, and another thing I want everybody to kind of turn their attention to, as I know everybody was super hard on on Dalton or any other quarterback that was stepping into the situation, right? Look, everybody look at Tom Brady. 
Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady of the past, right? Tom Brady with the New England Patriots. Every year he steps out there and balls out. I can tell you TB12 spends a ton of time with his receivers in the offseason. This year is a little bit different, right? But in past years, even when I was playing out there, I would see him oh, on, yeah. on on college campuses working with Gronkowski, working with Edelman. He's flying guys in. and He's working with these guys that he already knows. He knows these guys. He already has chemistry with these guys, but he's continued to build the chemistry with these guys all throughout the offseason. So guess what? When they show up to the season, their time is impeccable, right? Their confidence right. is when, when I drop back three steps or five steps and I deliver the ball, I know where he's going to be. When I throw a back yeah. shoulder, that nonverbal communication, he knows when to turn around and catch the ball, right? And then look at Tom Brady when he goes to Tampa Bay. Everybody was dragging him the first couple of weeks, right? Everybody was dragging Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady's lost it. Oh, my goodness. He's not TB12 anymore. Oh, he's terrible. He's got, he, I told you, it was just a, he was a product of the system. That was the first couple of weeks. Why? Because he didn't have chemistry with those receivers. He didn't have the, he didn't have the amount of reps with those receivers he typically would have in a typical offseason. But now what do you see with TB12? Now he's throwing dimes. Now his chemistry is getting better. Yeah, now they're, right. All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look at his stats, right? Look at what's happened. Now their chemistry is getting better, right? So it's a, it's a, it's a perfect correlation from somebody who hasn't had a lot of reps with with, with a group of guys versus when they get they get more comfortable and look at the production difference. So I think we we can expect the same here. You know, I'm I'm ripping you. That's right out (laughs) here. Brady's more than I. I mean, he's he's goat. He's goat. All right. Um, But but to your point, you know. Maybe we were a little spoiled by the way Andy came in and went 9 of 11 after mm-hmm. Dak got hurt yeah. two games ago. But, but what he spoke to yesterday, what Amari spoke to yesterday, was just what you said. We've got to know what the quarterback sees in addition to what we see. It's got to be the exact same thing in terms of routes and adjustments on routes. And they actually spent some time after practice kind of going over some specific routes and making sure, okay, you're, we're seeing the same thing. It's that nonverbal communication you talked mm-hmm. about. And that's, that's the most impressive thing about what Dak and Amari were able to build in 2018 right off the trade. Right when Amari yep. came in, it was like they'd been playing together for years. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe you know, every, no matter how long you've started in this league, every rep counts for a quarterback. So maybe that'll make the difference. Like Heckma said, though, it depends on balance. It depends Absolutely. on time, time in the pocket. You know, if Absolutely. he can't function back there, none of it's going to matter. Well, and, of course, Dak Prescott had that timing down with his receivers before his injury. I mean, he had done the same thing, kind of what Isaiah was mentioning and Tom Brady, of going out and having those different get-together, uh, get-togethers and those different meetings with his receivers. And, uh, unfortunately, Andy Dalton just never had an opportunity to do that. And his learning curve starts now. It started in training camp, sure. They had the reps in training camp. But this is where that curve starts kind of really showing up, of finding that timing, finding a rhythm. And not only is Andy Dalton trying Trying to find a rhythm with his his receivers, but his receivers to him, and then also he to the offensive line. That is still an ever changing carousel of players that we mentioned just a little bit ago. So it's kind of these different aspects, these different puzzle pieces that continue uh, to make things tough on the Cowboys' offense moving forward. Now, when we come back, are these receivers? at a bigger advantage this week than they were last week to maybe have a bounce-back week against another solid secondary. We ask that question and much, much more. It's Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. We'll be back here in a moment. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. 
Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys, and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. It's a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Dallas Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United. Resident Super Bowl champion Isaiah Stanback. We've got Dallas Cowboys insider Rob Phillips and the always wonderful and somehow in the dark light today, Mr. Heckma Harrison. His lighting is being mm. cut down by this this wild storm this morning in the area. So he looks a little more intimate, nah, I guess, in the light Cowboys. tonight. Right. You look fantastic. Those, right. It's spooky season in the uh, the Harrison household. He's already taken away Christmas, and now they take oh away his lights. Oh, my God. So, but, uh, uh, hey, hey, Kyle, can we let him do the intro next time it's like this? So you can say, live today, Heckma Harrison. <laughs> I'm talking cow. The sultry voice of Heckma Harrison. <laughs> we, got, we got a little candle back there. Sultry. Yes. I'd, I'd be down for that. Oh, be, how about that? We, we, we'll, have, we'll, let, we'll let Heckma intro the uh, intro the, the prediction segment and, and kind of give us a nice little hype Smooth intro. Jazz. Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. 103. We've been... horrible, uh, man. We've oh, been... Previewing this uh, this Cowboys offense up against the Washington defense in the matchup that comes up at noon Central Time on Sunday. And guys, it was a disappointing week last week for for a lot of Cowboys Nation because of the stats and because of really the results on Monday Night Football. But it was especially disappointing really for wide receivers on Monday Night Football. Amari Cooper got his fill, seven receptions, 79 yards. CeeDee Lamb, seven for 64. But then you have... Michael Gallup, two receptions, 23 yards. Cedric Wilson, he really didn't have a chance to shine yet. Two receptions, 10 yards. Uh, And Dalton Schultz had four, but only 35. So my question to you, of course, they were going up against a Buda Baker who had an interception in that game. Of course, we we learned prior 
in that week about Patrick Peterson and really the, the different challenges that they put out there. But now you get to see Landon Collins, who we've already mentioned in today's show, Ronald Darby out there, as well as Kendall Fuller as uh, for this Washington defense. So my question to you, Hekma, is is the wide receiving core going to have a better week this week and why? Well, they have to, and they have to, and guys that are in the slot have to be aware that the ball is coming out of Andy Dalton's hands quickly. Uh, Kendall Fuller, to me, is, man, he's a very glitchy cornerback. He Mm -hmm. will jump a route. Um, He doesn't care right, wrong, and different. He will do it, and that's why he has four interceptions as he's on the leaderboard for having those interceptions. But, you know, the Cowboys, as we talked about in the last segment, it's just – making sure that Andy Dalton has that comfort with the receivers to know uh, what they're going to do. And, and Isaiah has articulated that very well and just saying that, look, it's, it's going to come down to these guys finding those open spaces and thinking on the same wavelength uh, as Andy Dalton because you know what you're going to get from the defensive front. So these guys have to have a better showing. Um, obviously, if you're just comparing the last game, it's really kind of unfair because of the pressure uh, that Andy Dalton was under and he just mm-hmm. couldn't find anybody there were certain uh, downs where he held on to the ball way too long and he can't afford to do that otherwise you have a defensive line that is going to get after him and what I fear most about this matchup versus Washington is you know the strip sack uh, because if he's standing there and he doesn't feel the pressure behind him or in front of him with Deron Payne uh, sweat or young they are going to be trying to take advantage of that and get the ball out of Dalton's hands. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about the the ball protection side of things with Andy Dalton. I think he does a great job of securing the ball uh, with both hands. Actually, he does. I think he does a better job than most guys in the league in terms of just having both hands in the ball and being aware. Um, but the, the D line will present a problem for our offensive line. We obviously already know that. We already talked about that um, last week. As we look to last week, are right, we talking about um, Andy Dalton or anybody else for that matter who's a second string quarterback in this league coming in and trying to throw timing routes with their receivers, with the starting receivers who they haven't had reps with again against man coverage against one of the better corners in the league, Peterson and um and and, and Murray and who was who you know, Murphy was playing well as well. It's it's not it's not a good thing, right? You want to be able to just line up and throw routes on air, like like Heck already has uh, alluded to in terms of seven on seven. When you're trying to throw routes to guys that you already don't have timing with versus man to man press coverage and those guys' timing is going to be thrown off by that as well, it's a bad combination. So last week was not the week to be trying to rate this passing uh, <laughs> offense with with the new regime at quarterback. Um, this week is a little bit better, right? Um, D line is is a lot more stout. Um, this is this D line presents problems for us. His secondary is respectable, um, but Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, is going to play base defense. Mm-hmm. You don't. I don't think unless they're watching film and they want to get outside of what their their character or their defense is. I don't see them bringing a lot of pressure. This team is very. Um, very, very bullheaded and very, and very stubborn in, in their defensive schemes. And they're going to run some very simple stuff, but they're going to run it well. They're going to run three coverages and they're going to run them to the best of their ability. They're going to communicate well. They know where everybody's supposed to be. And they were going to rely on this defensive line to push the pocket and make it uncomfortable for Andy Dalton back there. Our receivers should have a good game. Reason being is because they're not going to have guys following them every step of the way on their routes. They're going to be able to find the gaps and find holes in this, in this, in this zone defense. It's going to come down to Kendall offensive line keep this defensive line at bay keep their hands down right to keep keep them out the passing lanes and keep them from bull rushing and pushing back into Andy Dalton's face if they can be respectable and be even okay uh be 70 percent on their assignments I think our offense goes out and absolutely kills it against this defense Mm. 
Yep, it comes down to pressure because you said it. Like we talked earlier, maybe maybe they see and copycat Arizona and try to blitz more, but yeah. they they have the luxury of a front four and they put their hands in the dirt and they get after it. Those front four guys, and so you don't necessarily have to blitz. You can play more coverage. So that's that's the key. Uh, you know, Montez Sweat. You watch him, man. He's in the backfield a lot. A so lot. They they yep. have got to they have got to be on their keys there. Uh, to you guys' point, like it, it is a good secondary. Kendall Fuller is a good corner. Darby, they've seen him before in the NFC East. So uh, I, I think there will be opportunities there, but it's going to depend on how comfortable can Dalton be in the pocket to let these let these routes develop. Because and the other part of the receivers too, it, they may need to get the screen game going, get that short passing game going, some of those timing throws, and that they got to block it up better. You know, that's yep. on receivers and tight ends getting out in space and, and, and creating space for Zeke, for Pollard. Uh, I think there might be opportunities to get that going, but you got to be able to block yep. it up. They, they haven't been consistent doing that and letting those plays that's develop. A, that's a great point, Rob. And in, in, in order to run um, – um, excuse me – in order to run screen game against a defense as sound as this, you're going to have to get your cut blocks. You're going to have to sell it really well. These offensive linemen are going to have to get out. They're going to have to be very sure about setting the edge and walling their defensive ends in and getting them washed down. Um, these receivers are going to have to block. You can run you can run screen plays all day, all day long, right, and you want to because you want to tire out this defensive line to make them less effective um, in, in, you know, in every other aspect of the game. If you could do that, that's awesome. But even when you do that, a lot of times the cornerbacks – can come up and make the play, right? And even though you did a good job with the defensive line, the cornerback comes up and spoils the whole play for you. So our receivers are going to have to be under cues as well in terms of blocking. So it's going to be it's going to be required for everybody to, to be doing their job. Now, if you had to to pinpoint which element of this offense for the Dallas Cowboys is going to have more success on Sunday, and Heckman, we're going to start with you. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Would it be the running game because of the susceptibility of maybe taking advantage of overaggression from the defensive line in a, a, a weaker linebacker core than we've seen in the last couple of weeks? Or the passing game because of the opportunities that these receivers are going to have against the zone defense? You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that feel like you're just going to have to keep running Zeke up in there against mm -hmm. this stone wall uh, of a defense. But I think you have to get some type of rhythm going in the running game to have, give, give Andy Dalton success in passing the ball. Um, if, if anyone is going to have success, I believe it's going to be those receivers on hot reads because I think they're going to have an opportunity to take some uh, the distance. So, it, it, you know, for me, it's going to be uh, the receivers, although I realize the importance of the running game, I just feel like versus this defensive line, this may be a tougher task than it had been uh, in, in previous weeks. Rob? Uh, I think, man, oh, go ahead, Rob. No, I I, uh, I I'm kind of with Heckma on this, but I, but I I think they've got to get the run established. I I, yeah. I don't think there's any other way around it. I think Zeke's going to be highly motivated in this game, and, and yeah, I, I I know he's got to take care of the ball. Uh, but I, I know he he's taken a lot of criticism, but the, he's as competitive a guy that I've covered oh, yeah. on this team before. I expect him to run angry in this game. And if they can, you know, we'll see how they block, how they, how they're, because this, this front is good against the run too. Uh, but I, I think they have to get it going. And I kind of have a feeling they're going to be able to, at least to try to just kind of keep them off balance, keep them honest a little bit uh, in the passing game. Yeah, I, I am in total agreement with both of you guys in, in that regard. I think Zeke is going to be a madman as well. Um, I, you could tell competitors, man. 
Now, not to, not to say that all guys aren't competitors, but there's levels to this, right? Um, and Zeke is a true competitor. I could see how angry he was at himself last week. Yeah. Not only was he angry at himself for his performance and his lack there of execution, but he was mad because he let everybody else down. And right. he knows the position that he put everybody in. So when you internalize that as a competitor, because every player who's who's been, at, been in a position to actually control the ball in the game and who's made a mistake like that feels that, right? They know that that weight. He's going to come out and he's going to try to make a point this week. He's going to try to lay that head and try to bust somebody open um, on these on these plays. I think if we're going to be successful in the running game, it's not going to be running it straight up the middle. It's not going to be just straight assignments, straight up the middle. Let's line up and try to move these guys off the ball. Um, you're going to have to even – I don't think we have to drive these guys off the ball. I think if we can even hold them on a line of scrimmage, I think Zeke can find some holes in there. Uh, we're going to work it, but we have to get up to the second level. It's one thing to block the defensive line. It's another – there's four defensive linemen for your five offensive linemen, right? Um, so, you, you, But there's also three linebackers behind those guys. So if you don't get up to the second level, those linebackers, they, they kill your play as well. I think we're going to have to try to get to these, some of these out- outside zones and these receivers again there's gonna be a lot of pressure on them yes they're trying to find some holes in zone coverage for receiving purposes but also blocking wise they're gonna play a huge part in the blocking game if we want to get this running game going versus too high defense our front our offensive alignment gonna have to hold the blocks right we're gonna need that extra offensive alignment to get up to the next level and then we're gonna need our tight ends right we're gonna need these guys to get up to the next level and get these linebackers and these safeties and then we have a chance at getting some running game because they do want to play too high safety and if they even think about playing single high safety that's when our passing game has to take over mm-hmm. yeah, for sure yeah absolutely and i mean this is a washington defense that at the moment sits in the the top five in terms of passing defense allowed i think they're second in terms of passing defense and passing yardage allowed so far this season as a defense and one of the reasons why is they they put a lot of pressure on the quarterback (laughs) and maybe zeke's where you you try and find a hole you try and make him susceptible and take advantage of establishing the run early and maybe that opens things up with andy dalton later in the football game i'm gonna go ahead and knock this read out so we can then come back and do our predictions for the weekend of or week number six, excuse me, of the NFL and hear the sultry voice of Mr. Heckma Harrison. Whether you're watching from home yes. or cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and find the perfect Essilor lens for you. See more, do more Essilor. Essilor's got your eyes covered. We got your ears covered when we come back as Heckma Harrison takes us into our prediction segment here on Talking Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. You can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears. Okay. Let's play. 
Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Ladies and gentlemen. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Talking Cowboys <laughs> in our final segment of Say It With Your Chest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, my, my job, oh uh, yeah. My, my job is so done, I can't even top that by any means in terms of saying. You don't stand a chance, chance, Kyle. I None of that statement. You don't stand a single chance. Ladies and gentlemen, it's <laughs> Say It With Your Chest Friday. Send us your predictions on each of the games that we're about to go through here in the last couple minutes here of Talking Cowboys. We've got ourselves some standings. Mm updates and man it was a another week dominated by mr rob phillips and isaiah stanback had an okay week as well i mean they were both three and one but whatever Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. rob phillips and a heck or an isaiah stanback are up at the top of the leaderboard they're both 11 and five they both went three and one last week so 11 and five overall heckma is in third place at nine and seven he went two and two last week in your face and <laughs> and uh, and I'm I'm bringing up the rear at eight and eight, so I've got to make up some ground here. Uh, so cold bloody we've only game blouses. Okay, game blouses. It's week seven. This ain't game. This ain't Prince yet. Prince hasn't called game yet. Anyways. Uh, we've got like not four. Yet. We've it's got four or five yet. minutes here. Four or five minutes. We're gonna try and get through as many games as possible. So quickly yeah, here, Heckman's or uh, no, Isaiah's gonna start us off. Steelers, <laughs> Titans, battle of the undefeated teams. Ooh. Last two undefeated teams in the AFC. Who you got on this one? Where's it at? It's Tennessee. Ooh. I said quickly here, Isaiah. Let's go, fam. Yeah, sorry, Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Okay. I like both, but let's go with Pittsburgh. Okay. Rob? Steelers giving up less than, like, 90 points so far this it's year. I'll take crazy. Pittsburgh in their defense. Mm. Heckma? I'm, right, I'm riding with the Titans, man. I, I, I like what they do in the running game. I think it's going to be hard to, to contain Henry, so... I'm going with the Titans, and plus I got to make up ground. Yeah, I got to make up ground too. So either we're going to make up ground or lose another game. I'm going with Tennessee in that one. Both teams five and zero. That'll be a fun one. Okay, let's go to New England. Jimmy Garoppolo returns to New England as the San Francisco 49ers at three and three take on the Patriots at two and three. I think the Patriots get back on track and sneak out a win at home in Gillette Stadium. And I'm going to give this one to Bill Belichick and the boys. How about you, Heckma? Ooh, this is a toss-up game for me. Um, I'm going with Cam in this one, man. I think New England, uh, Belichick, he, he knows Garoppolo all too well. So, now I'm going New England at home. Rob? Belichick's not losing two oh, in a row. Isaiah. Okay. 
New England across the board, Same. Rob. Oh, he's gonna see. He takes he takes New England. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, the Patriots going to two and four. Nah, I can't see it. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting to say the least. Okay, uh, how about this one? Flexed Sunday night game with the team that we just saw, the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson, who has a six one and one record on the road against Arizona and. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start with Isaiah. Get that one out of the way. He's already putting the Seahawks wings up. <laughs> hey, hey, birds of a feather don't flock together. I'm going with the Hawks, baby. They are both yeah, you, birds here, You guys. got the record out there, 6-1. and one. Yeah, 6-1. and one. I'm, I'm going Seattle on that one also. Yeah, I got to go Russ over Kyler. Mm, I'm going to pick the Cardinals here, mm. and they continue their hot streak from mm. what we saw, and they're going to win it at home on Sunday night. That's a, probably a bad mm. pick for me, but I need to make up ground again, once again. Uh, okay, Monday night game, the Bears and the Rams. Los Angeles hosting this one, and they're 14-4 and four at home since 2018. Who you got in this one, Heckma? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. Rob? Right. I haven't seen anything of Chicago this season, so I'm not sure <laughs> why they're five and one. So I'll go with the Rams because I've seen them play. <laughs> Isaiah's making Rams. Ram horns into the screen right now. <laughs> Isaiah's like the least friendly person for someone who listens to talking Cowboys. I just want to apologize for everyone who's missing out by you seeing gotta him. Gotta watch the video. Yeah, gotta, gotta come back and watch it. I, I keep listening to it, but uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, <laughs> Man, I can make up another game here, but I don't want to go against the Rams, but I'm going to go with the Rams. I, I just know. don't say it with your chest, Kyle. No, I'm going to say it with my chest because I think Keep the Rams, that hole, Kyle. Rams are a better team. Rams are a oh. better team. I'm going to go with Los Angeles here. Okay, here's the fun one. Ooh, you're going to hate yourself. You're going to hate yourself. I'm going to hate it. If, the bear, if Nick Foles somehow pulls that one out, I'm going to hate it. Uh, okay, big one on Sunday at noon. Cowboys against Washington and the football team. The Cowboys have won seven of the last eight matchups. Isaiah, start us off, my friend. I got my Cowboys shirt on today because the Cowboys are going to win that thing. They're winning this ball game. Let's go. I love it. Getting right back on it. Do we have a score prediction, Mr. Stanback? Uh, score prediction. Let's go with uh, let's go 28-17, huh? Mm, okay. Okay. Rob, twenty-eight seventeen. Oh, yeah. Um, look, man. It, if you look, if you watch the news, you wouldn't know that there are fourteen other teams that have no wins or at least two, and the Cowboys are amongst them. But this is the game where we try and get things back on track. I know we win this one. It won't be an easy one. I say a nail biter, twenty-four twenty-one. This comes down to whether you feel better about. Washington's ability to score on the Cowboys defense or the Cowboys offensive line to hold up on their end. I, to me, it's kind of a toss up, but I feel like Washington's got enough warts too. I think they've been outscored 47 to 14 in the first quarter. If the, that's a chance for the Cowboys to get off to a good start, a good start. And if they can do that and not turn the ball over, I'll take them. I'll, low scoring game though, like 21, 18 Cowboys. Mm, yeah, I can see that one. Got I can it. see that one as well. And I told myself last week that, after the Arizona game, I told myself, I was like, I'm not picking the Cowboys until they, they win again. I'm going to pick against the Cowboys throughout uh, the, the next couple oh. weeks, no matter what. But just oh. looking, just looking oh. at it, though, just really like uh, this mm. is another one of those things where it's like 
Cowboys should win this football game. It would be an extreme disappointment if they didn't win this game, just based off of what they had. Is this a backpedal? With the injuries. Is this a backpedal? Oh, yeah. No, I'm backpedaling for sure. Cowboys are going to win this game. Oh, okay. And I, I think it'll be by a couple of uh, I think it'll be by a couple of scores. The, Washington's the only team in wow. the NFL that has not uh, the only team in the NFL that has not scored on an opening drive in either the first half or the second half all season. They're 0 for 12 in opening drives. I think the Cowboys will get on the board first. They'll play with a bit of a lead, and I think that does pay dividends for Andy Dalton and that offense to have, find a little bit of a rhythm, and then hopefully they come out on top. I'll say Cowboys 27-21 in this one. I think it's going to mm. be. A, I think it'll be a good game. That's not a couple I, scores. No, Kyle. I, I backtracked on that one too. I said I, I, I backtracked You're back on a couple scores. Again. Yeah, that's fine. I'll backpedal all day long if I need to. I'm saying it with my chest. He's 27, a politician, man. 27-21. <laughs> Guys, it's been real fun over the last 45 minutes in this past week. Enjoy the game on Sunday noon Central Time on Fox. Cowboys Redskins. You can join Isaiah and I on Cowboys pregame live at 11 a.m. Join us on there as well. We're live on the website. Rob Phillips throughout the day talking about the game, writing about the game, and then we'll be back on Monday to break it all down for you at 9.30. But for Chris Beam in the back, for Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. Have a great weekend, everybody. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!